trauma. What is it? How does it work? How does our brain create it? And why does it continue to create it even when it no longer exists? Why do people seem to use trauma as an excuse to be lazy, an excuse to be a victim? Why do they use trauma to feel like they are in a position of advantage, even though there is people out there with real trauma and understand that they are a bunch of faking liars when they use trauma the wrong way? Trust me, people see it all the time. I could see right through your bullshit. I know you don't have trauma 95% of the time. And most of the time when you actually do have it, you can tell. You could tell without them even having to say anything. Anyways, that is today's topic, trauma. I'm your host today, Isaac Allinger. In fact, I'm your host every day of the Pause and Reflect podcast. And today, let's just jump right into the episode. No beating around the bush, straight to the fucking point, trauma. So I was having a conversation with someone recently. I won't say who, where I saw them, or what the conversation was about. But the topic came up of them not being able to achieve their goals, blah, blah, blah. They're in a big position of disadvantage. At least that's what they felt because they are a part of a specific minority group and they believe that minority group is the reason why they have trauma. To be fair, I did state my opinion during this conversation, told them what I thought and what I thought they should do. I don't think they very much liked my thought or my opinion. But again, everyone's entitled to their own thoughts. I don't know if this person will ever talk to me again because of what I said to them. Not that it was anything rude at all. In fact, it was an extremely respectful conversation on both ends. But I think it's really uncomfortable to hear the truth or maybe a completely opposite opinion of what you normally believe. Typically, you don't want to talk to those people again. So will they? I don't know. But the point is, we were having a conversation. They are part of a specific minority group and they feel like they were suffering from trauma. And because of it. They want to be able to accomplish what they want to accomplish and they're having a hard time. So the question was, Isaac, you know, I'm suffering from trauma because of A, B, and C. And I don't think that it's going to, I think it's going to be the reason why I don't accomplish the goal that I'm trying to accomplish. So what do you have to say about trauma and how can I possibly go around it or continue to thrive through it? And my answer was, well, first off, understand that you don't have trauma. Look in the mirror for a second and think about what trauma really is and think about the definition of it, right? What are the aspects that have to all line up with each other to create trauma? And to really understand that, you need to understand a little bit of the brain. And disclaimer, not a psychologist, not a scientist, not a doctor, don't have any type of experience in this field, but I do understand what trauma really is because you have to go through it to know it. And I will explain that later. So I don't really know the scientific reasonings for it. I mean, you can look up the definition online, but to actually go through trauma, there has to be a traumatic event, obviously. There has to be something that hits the brain and makes the brain understand that it was a point of fear or danger, and you don't ever want to go through that again. And whether that pain or danger was physical or emotional, it affects the body in the same way. Hence, the trauma will also affect you in the same way. Now told this person you got to understand that you don't have trauma and they were like kind of gave me a confused look and said the reason being is because just because you're a minority group especially because you're a minority group and that you're going to be made fun of and you're going to be told that you can't do things based off your the reason why you're in that minority group right whatever ethnicity gender whatever it might be you're being bullied you're being told you can't do certain things or you're going to be at a point of disadvantage you're being made fun of that stuff's going to happen it's called life, especially when you're part of certain groups. 
especially when you're part of the LGBT community. You're going to get made fun of. You're going to be told that you can't do things and you're at a disadvantage. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I think it's too early to tell because this group is still very young in its creation. Um, when you're black, Hispanic, a migrant, immigrant, whatever it might be, you're going to be told certain things because people are not going to agree with you. They're going to, it's natural to go against you, actually. They're not going to accept you right away, especially if you want to push your acceptance on everybody. Like, hey, this is America. You should accept me. Like, that's not true. There's going to be too many people, too many things that are pushing against you, too many people to believe in what they already believe in, right? It's the things that we grow up believing our parents, our teachers, what things teach us. And it's going to be a while before before our parents and before schools and before religions can start to accept certain minority groups and, and the way they function within our society. And that's not to say that some group is prejudiced or racist, whatever it might be against certain groups. It's just the actual acceptance of bringing them into the culture and vibing along with them. Right? That's not going to happen for a very long time. So I made sure that person understood that. The second thing I told them was, hey, look, whether if your trauma was really true, what you got to do is not therapy. You don't need to be open with your feelings about everyone and tell everyone how sorry they should feel for you because what you're really doing there is actually counter-impacting impacting your life in a negative way. It's counterintuitive to your growth and your success that you want to do. What you want to do is do the best that you can to possibly leave that behind you. Now, if it's real trauma, you're never really going to fully leave it behind you, but it can become very far in the rearview mirror. Something that is really hard to get difficult or to get rid of and is really difficult to get rid of is when that trauma actually becomes like extreme PTSD. That is extremely hard to get rid of. Possible, but very difficult even when it is possible again it becomes very small in the rearview mirror review mirror but it will always affect you in some way some shape or form whether it's just tensing up of the body whether it's sweating of the palms accelerated heart rate something that's almost really unnoticeable to the the naked eye and someone who doesn't really know that you go through that will really notice but there is some effect or emotional effect where it will cause some stress and you will want to avoid certain situations certain areas um of your life whatever it might be and you know it's oftentimes seen in law enforcement when they get into shooting in a certain area they want to avoid that area when they do drive to that area it becomes almost a sense of unsafety and they're extremely on their guard and act very differently and in life this could be maybe you were really bullied at school like really bullied like beat up every single day and just spit on and treated just like dog shit like let's say the African-American groups, the black community in the 60s, right? Certain people, I mean, I think we've gone way past that now. I think it's so far gone that it's, it is in the rearview mirror for a lot of people who lived through that. Now, do they understand it? Do they still feel it? Yes. But in that time, those people wanted to avoid going to school. They wanted to avoid going into public areas, especially public areas where they knew that they would often be treated in a certain ways. Like that is true trauma and PTSD when these traumatic events are happening to these people in certain times and another one obviously probably the most obvious is military you know going back onto planes going into rooms with a bunch of people seeing certain races now it's not that they're racist or prejudiced towards certain groups but there's certain groups and races that were fighting against them and it's okay to feel threatened against them even though it's no longer an actual threat it's something in the mind that you'll never be able to get rid of can you hide it Yes. Can you maybe move past it a little bit to where you can work through it? Yes, of course. But there is a point where it can get really difficult. 
And you got to understand that. So told this person, if this is really true, if you genuinely have trauma, which you don't, but it said if you genuinely did have this trauma, it's important to not want to talk about it. And I know you've been told otherwise your whole life. Again, it's the beliefs that we have that our parents tell us, that our friends tell us, that the school tells us is to be vulnerable, to open up about how you feel of certain situations and about your trauma. So I said, don't open up about it. You know, and obviously their argument was, well, then how do I talk about it? How do I actually work through it? Because that's the only way that they knew is to supposedly talk about it, therapy, blah, blah, blah. And the reason why I told them not to talk about it is because the more you bring it up, the more you look in the mirror and say, I have this trauma, or even if you give yourself the counter, um, what the fuck is it called? Affirmations. Even if you're looking in the mirror saying, I don't have trauma, I am a good person. You're only continuing to validate what you really are, what you really aren't, you know? So the more you look in the mirror and say, I have trauma, you're validating you have trauma. And the same goes on the opposite way where you go, I don't have trauma when you really do. You're just validating more that you have trauma, whether it's fake or not. You're continuing to validate your mind, what you really are or you aren't. This goes with all walks of life, anything that you are. People, especially, I hate the I am affirmation morning routines. I think it's ridiculous. and I think it's actually very much hindering your ability to thrive. When people look in the mirror like I am motivated, I am perfect, I am this person, I am a million dollar CEO when you haven't even started the business, you know? So you're continuing to confirm what you really are or you aren't. So I said, you got to stop doing that. You got to stop telling people, especially random people that you think have all the answers, which I don't have all the answers. I'm sorry if you thought I did, but I don't. I'm just telling you my opinions based off the things I've experienced in my own life. Look at them and say, you got to stop telling people that you got trauma. You got to stop looking in the mirror and agreeing with yourself that you have trauma because there's two parts of your mind. There's the judge and the victim. The victim is the one that suffers all the punishment. The victim is the one that says, I have trauma. I'm a horrible person. I suck and I'm never going to make it in life. And the judge is like, you know what? You're right. Because the judge in your mind always wants to pick the easier answer and never wants to pick the hard answer. Because the judge is who you really want to be. But the judge is going to pick the easier answer because it's easier to make. So the judge is hearing the victim mentality in your head, the bitch voice in your head, and it's agreeing with you. And it's only confirming who you really are or you aren't because most people have these validations or agreements that they have been just instilled into their own head by their friends family teachers and, and everything above that has any type of authority or influence they take those influential people and they copy them or they believe what those people are telling them to believe and it creates a long list of agreements that they don't actually agree with a long list of agreements that are only hindering their ability to thrive. But they follow them so they can fit into a certain group or culture or event. So with that said, and with them kind of nodding in almost a sense of agreeance and kind of understanding where I'm coming from, I could still tell that they were like, eh, you know, like they didn't want to believe that I was right. And the reason why they didn't want to believe I was right is because obviously, again, the judge is agreeing with the victim mentality. It's agreeing like, hey, this guy ain't right. Like, you know, like go on, continue doing what you were doing and continue validating that you're a loser and that you have trauma because that's the easier thing to do, especially when you convince yourself for so long that that is the case, especially when other people with the same issues uh, told you that that is the case and they agree and they're also suffering from the same problems, the problems that are in their head and you're agreeing with them because you see it and you want to fit in. You don't want to go against the grain and you also don't know what to do when 
you're no longer going against the grain. You feel lost. You feel like you have to have a new identity. And sometimes that's what, just what you have to do. You have to continue to reinvent yourself. And right now is probably the best time to do it, especially when you have the effects of trauma or PTSD. So going on from that, I was like, begin to tell my story. Well, didn't really tell them my story, but I've explained that I have experienced events that still make me uncomfortable to this day. Certain sounds and noises that have scarred me for life. And of course, this person didn't know that about me. I believe if anything of that conversation, that part maybe might have slightly validated what I was saying to them. Now, again, whether they actually agreed with it or not, I personally don't believe they will agree with it because I believe that they're going to go back to their their group and ex- and express how they feel about this conversation. Their group's only going to be like, well, he's stupid. He doesn't know what we're going through. He doesn't understand. And it's only going to continue to validate the way they already thought. And they're going to go straight back to it. So I hope I don't see that. But <sighs> this goes for anyone with trauma, right? This story, this conversation, I'm talking to you anyone who thinks they have trauma, anyone who thinks they might be going through PTSD, it's really likely that you don't. And it's really likely that even if you do, to stop validating that you do because you're only making it worse. And for those of you who especially who don't have trauma and are using it as an excuse, you need to open your eyes to the truth. You need to look in the mirror and really think about how selfish you're being toward everyone who really is suffering from these issues. Because I know those people. I've lived with those people. I am one of those people. It frustrates me to see these people falsely diagnose themselves with trauma or PTSD. And it even more further frustrates me to see doctors, people with a piece of paper that cost them $200,000 to get, thinking that they know everything under the fucking sun, which they don't, telling these teenagers, these kids, agreeing with them, validating their reasons. And a validation from someone with authority is even worse. So the fact that we have these young doctors coming up, false believing in and sharing their beliefs with these kids saying, yeah, you know, what? I agree. You have trauma and this is why you're fucked up. And the people that are believing in them and especially the people that are self-diagnosing themselves, you're even worse. It frustrates me. It frustrates me when people are coming up to me and saying, well, my mom disagreed with me and or my dad didn't like me or I never knew my dad or this kid at school made fun of me because I'm gay or because I'm black or because I'm an immigrant because I'm some minority group. That's not trauma, dude. That's life. That is life. You're going to get made fun of. Oh, big deal. The reason why you thought it was so bad is because people want to baby you after it because you want to cry after you fall down and scrape your knee. You need to scrape your knees and elbows a little bit more. The fuck out of here with the trauma. PTSD because someone made fun of you. Because your mommy didn't agree with the way you think. Because you didn't know your daddy. Newsflash. There's thousands of people with the same problems. Millions of people with the same problems. You don't have any right to complain about your issues that you supposedly have. You know what trauma is? Do you know what PTSD is? Trauma is motherfuckers that went to Afghanistan and got their legs blown off. The soldiers, the men and brave women that fought for us to sleep nice, nicely and comfortably and warm in our pillows. The people who fought hundreds of years ago, even just a decade ago, for the war to not come here, for peace to be in America. And now the military is a joke. But we'll talk about that at a different time. Right now we're talking about trauma. Trauma 
is watching your buddies die right in front of your eyes. Blood, gore, screaming, bombs going off. Trauma is coming back without arms or legs. Without ever being able to forget the fact that you saw someone's head get cut off. Trauma is having to end someone's life because they were threatening the life of the people around you. Cops have to go through it every day. Military had to go through it for years. You think it's okay to pull up to a normal scene and get a gun pull on you and get shot in your fucking head and survive? You're going to have a little bit of trauma. Or even worse, when you have to shoot someone else and kill someone else and end someone's life, take the soul from a human being and you have to live with that. But you know there is no other choice. That's trauma. Trauma. Trauma is is hearing the sound of someone's tongue choking themselves to death. Trauma is watching your grandfather die right in front of you. Watching your mom break it down. Watching the world pause for a second because you don't know what the fuck is going on and you don't know what to do. All you hear is sounds that you'll never forget and visuals that you'll never forget. Watching paramedics come in and hearing the sound of a chest break from CPR. Hearing the sound of someone not being able to get air. Hearing the sound of someone say there is no more pulse. This person is clinically dead right in front of your eyes. Especially when that person impacted you your whole life. And all of this happens in the house that you grew up in. You think you could ever go back to the house and be fucking normal? You think you could ever hear those sounds again and be normal? See the things that other people have had to see and be normal? The fact that law enforcement, the fact that military, the fact that any medical, paramedic, first responders are okay is a joke. There has to be something a little fucked up with you to be in these jobs. I'll tell you that most of these people have experienced real trauma and real PTSD. And that's the reason why they're in that job. So other people don't ever have to see the same thing again. That's trauma. I don't ever want to hear anyone complain about their fucking trauma ever again. But you being bullied. It's life. If you don't like it, own up to it. Say something. Don't say something to complain. Say something to stand up for yourself. Act on it. Make sure that anyone who fucks with you regrets it. Deal with it on the playground. Man, we just... We're just growing up in a scary place where people just want to feel a victim to everything because for some reason when you're a victim, there's different treatment. You get treated better even when you don't have the right to be a victim. I believe that we are currently living in hell. I believe that everything we think, everything that we see is the literal definition of hell. A place of punishment, a place of fear and failure and fire. And all we ever want to do is falsely punish ourselves, falsely create fear that never existed so we can feel special. And it creates a fire within us whenever we experience these things, knowing that it's painful and it hurts, whether it's real or not. We continue to validate it because for some reason, for some reason 
it makes you feel better. And for those I am worried for, the fact that you feel okay in hell is scary. I'm not okay with it. I think you need to change the way you think, change the way you look at life, and live life freely. Why would you ever want to choose? Why would you ever want to choose to live like that? In fear and punishment. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense.